The Outlet. The Talk of Southland. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host Brent Harbour. In this podcast, I talk to a New Zealand legend. Suzanne Prentice has been entertaining on stage and screen since she was 12 years old and featured on the TVNZ show New Faces. We talk about some of the legends she has worked with in the industry, the country music scene in New Zealand and her upcoming tour. Cam Davies owns the Fat Duck Gastro Pub in Tiano with his wife Selena. Now Cam has two great events coming up, including the Street Dine Fiordland event on March 25th, and the restaurant is also involved in Al Brown's Cooking Up a Storm on March 20, New Zealand's biggest ever dinner party to raise money to help those in need after Cyclone Gabrielle. But first, let's have a look at some local news stories from the Southland app. The Outlet, local news. Here are some of the stories you can read more about on the Southland app this week. Alliance Group has announced the appointment of Willie Weiss as Chief Executive Officer. He's been the Interim Chief Executive since the 10th of February and was previously the General Manager Processing. 57 young Highland dancers from throughout New Zealand will be converging on Tiano over Easter to join the cast of the Highland Dance Company of New Zealand on stage at the Tiano Tartan Festival. And Southland Police have made two arrests following three pre-planned search warrants in Matalda, two on Albion Street and one on 4th Street. The search warrants were following an alleged aggravated robbery in Queen's Park, Matalda on the 5th of March. For these and more local news and sports stories, press the news button on your Southland app. Local news, sport and information. The Outlet. The Southland Oral History Project is proud to present Southland's Hidden Voices at the Invercargill Library. Now, this exhibition gathers a selection of excerpts from the stories of six Southlanders told in their own voices. Bring along your smartphone and scan the QR codes to bring the stories to life, and you can get all the details by pressing the Events Attractions button on your Southland app. Suzanne Prentice has been entertaining us on stage and screen since she was 12 years old and featured on the TVNZ show New Faces. We talk about legends of music, the country music scene in New Zealand, and is she working on a new album? Suzanne, welcome to The Outlet. You have an amazing career and your first TV performance was at the age of 12 on New Faces. Can you please talk me through being 12 and being on TV in a talent show? Well, yes, I, yes, I can, because I, I didn't want to be there. And uh, I had no aspirations to be a singer or to be on TV or to do anything like that. But it, it was found that I had some sort of a voice and uh, Television New Zealand in those days, well, they were doing things like Studio One and, you know, New Faces and all of those things, which were great in, in their day. You know, some people said to my mother, you know, you should really get that girl on there, you know, so... So, lo and behold, I, I ended up on there with a song called Funny Face, which to this day is still the song that people remember me for. It's an amazing thing. You know, I, I think at that time, and my mother was absolutely right, I can remember having words with my mother in the green room, you know, before I went on to the set to record, because she, she had me in these big pigtails, you know, and I had a little jacket on and I, and I was shorter then than I than I am now and I'm still short but I I can remember having these and and you know I was just I was just finding my straps really at 12 or 13 I didn't want to wear pigtails but she was absolutely right and it was what they saw on tally as I think they remembered this wee girl I did have a big guitar it wasn't intentional it's just the way it was 
and I had I had quite a loud voice even even then, you know. And I think seeing this little kid with a big guitar and a loud voice and pigtails, I think this seemed to, to spike people's interest. But it must be just so scary to, to be that old and get out there and perform. How did you choose the song? Did they choose it for you or did you have some input in that? No, it was a pretty big hit for Donna Fargo at the time. And uh, I quite liked it, you know, just, and, and look, I've, I've, I'd only just started to learn to play the guitar. And I can remember I could play Tom Dooley and Sailor, you know, that old song. And <laughs> so it was suggested, look, if you like this one, why don't you give this a go? So I gave it a go. And uh, I, I must admit, I'm, I've never been, I'm still not a great one for learning songs. I, 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 I find that hard going. You know, I'm fine, and even today I can I can sing that song, and I'll get a verse back to front, or I'll, you know, it's just the way I work, it's the way I roll. I I don't know about being scary because I don't think I knew enough for it to be scary in in those days. Uh, but I was just very very fortunate to do that show, and it, that really started my whole career off. So I've got an awful lot to thank my mother for, and the uh, director at the time, and he was absolutely brilliant with TVNZ, Chris Bourne. And it was Chris that actually said to mum, look, we, we need to get this kid on there. So I've got an awful lot to thank Chris Bourne for too. Yeah, well, it led on to things like That's Country. I remember watching That's yeah. Country with mum and dad. Um, what an amazing show that was, wasn't it? With <laughs> So we had international acts, we had so many local acts. And I think these days for country music, we don't really have anything like that in New Zealand, but we have such a depth of talent available in country music. Yes, we have. And I think that really is is sad. And, and I've you know, I'd really like to give TVNZ a bloody good shake, to be perfectly honest, um, because, you know, the country, and it doesn't have to be string ties and Cuban heeled boots and yodeling. Country is so diverse, you know, and there is still a market for middle-of-the-road contemporary and country. It's it's a huge market in New Zealand and Australia. And to be quite honest, most of my work in the last eight to ten years has been outside of New Zealand, which is a shame. But that is the way it, it is. And I've never really changed my style. I, I perhaps have mixed it up a little bit more and I do different genres of music, but I still always bring it back to that contemporary country sound. And... People do still love it, so there is a market there, certainly. Well, there's a lot of crossover at the moment. I mean, I've had a chat to Jenny Mitchell. There's people like Tammy Nielsen, Kaylee Bell, who's made a success overseas now, is coming back and doing concerts around New Zealand. So, as you say, people have this perception, don't they, of country and Western. And, you know, sure, there has been that, but it's been so much more contemporary and crossover for decades, really, and we actually need a country music station. You know, the last one uh, I knew of um, that I worked alongside was in with Merv Smith back in the time and uh, yeah. FM country. But I think there's definitely a market, as you say, for it now, isn't there? Yeah, look, uh, look, I think you're absolutely right. There is still that market, and, and I mean, Merv Smith, he was such a, a big presence, you know, on the music scene, wasn't he? He was so good for so many New Zealand artists. Uh, a lovely man but no I, I think you're absolutely right and I think as soon as you mention country or or contemporary or people get this mindset that it is yodeling it is 
It is very much the cowboy songs and country and western. I've never sung country and western in my life. And yet, you know, you still get a lot of people, especially the media, saying country and western. I've never done it in my life. I do think there is a perception there for a lot of people that they think country, oh, no, I don't like country music. But you can guarantee they know every word of the gambler, you know. So it, it yeah, so it's it's quite ironic, really. I mean, you've performed all over the world and you've performed with people like Roy Orbison and the Beach Boys, Emmylou Harris, Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers. Is, is there anyone that you perform with that really left a lasting impression on you and has, has really stuck with you? Yeah, look, there have been a few. Neil Diamond left a, a lasting uh, memory for me. He, he was such a, a lovely, genuine person. I enjoyed him. I've, I've enjoyed most of the piece people that I work for. I loved working with Michael Barrymore. I, I loved that. Um, I loved working with, with Ronnie Barker from The Two Ronnies. Um, Emmy Lou Harris was wonderful. Johnny Cash was wonderful. That Look, if everybody really, and I guess most people, when they've made it, they've, they've got no axe to grind with anybody, you know, and they're the loveliest of people. They're, they're just the same as anybody else um, and I, I have been extremely lucky that I, I, I don't know whether it's because I'm a southerner I come from Southland you know I'm short and, and I'm pretty personable I'll roll up and have a yarn to anybody you know whether it's the caretaker or whether it's the star of the show but I've been so lucky in, in my career that people don't do seem to have taken me under their wing which um has been just tremendous for me and it's something I'm very, very thankful for. You're recording a new album, I understand. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. And it, it's one that I'm taking a great deal of time over because, you know, as you know, the, the way people get their music that they want to listen to is entirely different now. The, the, the music industry has entirely changed. And so you, you really do have to give a lot more thought into what do people want to hear? How are they going to get that to hear it? So there's a lot to think about. But no, I'm, I'm down to about my last three songs, which I still haven't decided on. I will. Um, I haven't got a date that it's going to come out. I'm hoping it'll be this year. But I'm, I am working on uh, also doing a lot more performances in New Zealand this year and next year. So... Uh, I guess that's also pretty important that I get that album out there as well to support that. But um, yep, it is something, and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying you know the opportunity of doing that and in, and just being back in a studio and doing those things is great. Is it a mix of original and covers, or is it all original? No, it's not all original. Um, it is original and covers. There, there are some beautiful songs out there, and for me. Whether I'm choosing songs to do a show or whether I'm choosing songs for an album, I have to personally like the song and think that is a beautiful song or, or that is a great song to do if it's an up-tempo, sort of a, a genre of music. And um, that's very important to me. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, it, it's funny, whenever I do record, um, I don't think I've ever listened through thoroughly or entirely any album I've ever made. I listen to it in the studio, and once I walk out of that studio, that's it for me. I'll probably never listen to it again. Wow, really? That's yeah, like that's I, like making I, a movie and never going to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I have a listen. 
I have a quick listen through when it comes back from all the production, but I've, I've always made a point of trying to be at every stage as that album is being done and being produced and being made. So I've, I've got a pretty good handle on what it's going to sound like before it ever gets onto the shelves. So, yeah. But it's, yeah, it is, it is nice. I personally, I don't like listening to myself. And I, and I guess it's like anybody, you know, it's like an actor or whatever. They look at something and think, oh, why did I do it that way? Um, and, and it's it's no different for a singer. You're talking about going on tour again. and You, you did some on cruise ships as well. And now with the cruise ships coming back here, mm-hmm. are you thinking you'll do that again? You know, it, it's funny. I've got two agents. I've got one in, uh, one in Australia and one in Florida. And I've put both on hold at the moment. And I'm going to have to make a decision in April as to whether I go back to, to cruising. I would like to, but then at the same time, you know, I, I had a heart attack earlier this year. And I, I just think, you know, I really want to do some more in my home country as well. So I, I may go back, but, uh, you know, I've, I'll certainly be covering off just how many uh, cruises that I would do per season. Um, and if I can do that and still carry on and, and do the shows that I want to do here in New Zealand, then I, I'd be very happy with that. But I'm actually working on a new show at the moment, which... I am looking at taking through New Zealand and it's with Carl Doy and myself. This is going to be on May the 13th and uh, Mother's Day weekend and I'm really looking forward to that and and I've been friends with Carl for many, many years. So it's going to be lovely working together with him again. We're looking forward to it. And it's it's a different sort of show. It's going to be very much an, um, uh, an up-close and personal sort of a show and there's going to be time in that show where... We're just going to sit back and and actually say to the audience, you know, what is there anything, you know, what would you like to ask, but you've never been given the opportunity? What what do you want to know? Carl is such a wonderful musician. He's he really is one of the best. So really looking forward to it. That's going to be fantastic. Now you did mention too the heart attack there. So you've become a a trustee for the Otago Air Rescue Trust, and it's something that you're very passionate about because you're so grateful yep. for them, aren't you? Ah. Oh. Look, I am. and In fact, they've only just changed their name. It's the Otago Southland uh, Air Rescue Trust now, which it, which is great. And I I was asked if I would become a trustee, which is lovely. Look, it's a, it's a service that we're so lucky to have here in Southland because we don't see the Westpac helicopter. It doesn't come down this far. And we've got our own rescue helicopter service, which is brilliant. And, you know, you see that helicopter when I'm at home, you see that helicopter coming in and flying out so many times in a week it's it's just such an important service that we have now we really look forward to it but they save so many lives and yes if it wasn't for the helicopter i don't think i'd be here today so yeah i've got a lot to thank the service for too well suzanne thank you so much it's been absolutely wonderful talking to you thank you for all the entertainment you've given to us and you continue to give to us and i look forward to seeing you on stage thank you very much and i look forward to seeing you too Thank you. The Outlet from your Southland app. The Thieves Alley Market Bluff is on Saturday the 25th of March from 10 to 2. Featuring a wide range of unique and exciting stalls each month, the market also features a steampunk theme and you can get all the details by pressing the Events Attractions button on your Southland app. 
Cam Davies owns the Fat Duck Gastro Pub in Tiano with his wife Selena. Cam has two great events coming up, including the Street Dine Fjordland event, and his restaurant is part of New Zealand's biggest ever dinner party with Al Brown. You're a very busy man. I mean, you're running the Fat Duck Gastro Pub in Tiano, and also you're the chair of the Tiano Community Events Charitable Trust. How do you fit all that stuff in? Uh, yeah, I manage. Got a very understanding and busy wife. So with the Charitable Trust, are you working on all types of events or dining events? Um, no, we have a range of events that come under the umbrella. There's four, so they range from... We do a cycling event, we do a, a hunting event, we do a fishing competition and the Tartan Festival as well. So there's a real range of events, but yeah, as, as the chair, it's sort of more more from a governance side of things rather than actually running the event so much. So yeah, I enjoy that. It's, um, it's a good role and a good bunch of people around us. Now you've got a couple of events coming up. Let's talk about the Al Brown one first because that's uh, on the 20th of March, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's on Monday night, so come around pretty quickly. So what's involved with that? What, are there any specific things that you have to do for that dinner or does Al Brown just say go for it? The requirements were pretty pretty simple, really. The, it was to come up with a two-course meal based around comfort food. You know, we're trying to emulate what was happening in in the Hawke's Bay, Tairafti region, where people would be, you know, united by food or sharing table with a lot of people they didn't didn't know previously in tough times. So, you know, we're trying to re not recreate that, but we're we're trying to create an event where where we're coming together to, you know, for a good cause, fundraising for the Merrill Relief Fund to go directly to those regions and just just share some kai, you know, and. and it's a bit like a dinner party at home, you know. There'll be plenty of laughs and plenty of wine and um, nothing too formal, nothing too too serious, and, and let's just eat some food. So, yeah, we've been lucky enough to um, have some outstanding donations of food from, from our suppliers, and we've sort of come up with a menu a menu around that. Should be should be a great night. So is the menu done off what, you know, is popular for you comfort food-wise at the Fat Duck, or have you come up with something completely new? No, sort of, you know, sort of things that uh, I guess were around our table when I was a young fella. You know, we've had some fish donated from Harbour Fish in Dunedin, and so we're going to do, you know, like a smoked fish pie with that. Uh, we've had local venison, wild fuel and venison donated, so we're going to do a venison pot pie with um, some black garlic. And then, you know, we've got plenty of awesome couple of veggie producers that have come on board and, you know, there'll be there'll be all the all the trimmings to go with that, the mashed potatoes, the roast veggies, some greens. So, yeah, and, and then we're going to finish it off with um, rhubarb and some locally growing um, apple and rhubarb crumble, sorry. So rhubarb out of our garden and, yeah, so it should be, should be awesome. That sounds fantastic. So you got that event on Monday, and then you got another one happening on the 25th of March. Tell us about that one. Yeah, so my partner, Selena, she's really involved with Street Dine. She's been heavily involved in the organising process of that. So, yeah, Street Dine on the 25th of March kicks off at 1 o'clock. Yeah, we're closing closing one of the one of the streets here uh, in Siena, just outside the Fat Duck, and we got three restaurants on board, which are all doing three-course menus, celebrating local Southland produce. You know, we're pretty lucky here in Southland. We got, you know, I, I almost call us uh, the food bowl of New Zealand. We got a lot of a lot of variety. There's some awesome wee artists and producers as well. So I was trying to showcase and celebrate them and celebrate us as a as a region. So. Yeah, there's been three awesome menus created. Uh, tickets are still on sale till about Thursday next week. And yeah, so uh, event kicks off at 12 o'clock, uh, wrapped up by four o'clock. Hopefully the weather's outstanding and we'll get to eat some good food and, and have a few drinks and uh, 
have a great weekend. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, these street dining events going on around New Zealand. I think it's just fantastic because it, it brings all the community together and the restaurants together as well, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And we're um, we're fundraising for a really good cause too. There'll be a silent auction, which we've yeah, had some awesome prizes do- donated for locally, which has been fantastic. But we're raising money for um, the Tianau Primary School New Hall. So it's an outstanding cause. Yeah, and we can't wait to be involved. If people want to find out more about your events, where's the best place online for them to go, Cam? For the uh, Cooking Up Storm with Al Brown, the best place to go. And the only way to buy tickets is online. And that's uh, www.cookingupastorm.org. And yeah, tickets uh, have been extended out till Sunday night, so still plenty of opportunity. We've still got a few seats available here too, and there's four other Southland restaurants participating too. So we've got the Tap Room in Invercargill, we've got the Tau Pub, we've also got Hayes at the Anchorage in Bluff, and we've got the Snuggery in Stewart Island. So, you know, the region's pretty well covered, and I'd love to see Southland get out there and really support it. And then the Street Dine tickets are available online at savertheSouth.co.nz. That's the best way to get Street Dine tickets. And yeah, tickets are on sale till Thursday next week. That's great. Thanks, Cam. And if you want to find out more about the Fat Duck Gastro Pub, simply get online to thefatduck.co.nz. Local news, sport, and information. The Outlet. Thanks for listening to The Outlet. The Outlet is produced and published by the Southland app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The Outlet is available on the Outlet button on your Southland app and wherever you get your podcasts.